This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 21 of Sharing is Caring. I'm Kiwi. And I'm Sherry. Work and life has been a bit chaotic lately, and finding free time to do pretty much anything has been difficult, but we'll make sure we keep finding time to record, even if it is a bit of a longer delay between episodes. So we're sitting here, I've got my glass of wine, Sherry has her cup of tea. It's actually a pretty grey Saturday afternoon, a good reason to stay inside and record. Yeah, you didn't have to disclose I had a cup of tea. <laughs> I'm not that boring. You've become so English. Yeah. Anyway, apologies to all our amazing friends who we have been slow on responding to. It's clearly not you, it is us. Yep. In today's episode, we're going to talk about public displays of affection or interacting outside of your couple when you're in public places. And when I say interacting, I don't mean playing. I mean when you're out on a date, holding hands or having a kiss or something like that. But first... Our catch-up. So Sherry, what have you been up to lately? Oh, so much. It feels like we've been so busy, which was uh, actually really good, but also a bit exhausting. Yeah, it's tiring not having a single night free. Yes. So what have we done? We've been out a lot with lifestyle friends and we met a new couple. Yeah, we have had two dates with them so far, but we haven't told them about the podcast yet. We'll do that next time. So we're not going to share anything about them until we've spoken to them first. <gasps> not sharing? <gasps> uh, also, we went to Rio's in January. That was just over a month ago now. Yeah, with uh, two couples that we had met in Cap Dagd. Yeah, it was really good to see them again. We haven't seen them in almost six months. Yeah. So shall we talk about more about our uh, Rio's experience now? Yeah, we can go into that. Okay. As usual, Kiwi and I went to Oaxaca just before. It wouldn't be a real Rio's trip without it. No, I just... You know what? Each time I see Oaxaca now, I get a bit excited. <laughs> this is so strange. Anyway, we arrived quite early after our dinner at Oaxaca, and we had a bit of time to ourselves, so we just got a bit frisky. Yeah, we went straight to one of the cabins and had sex and a bit of a play in there for... It was only about 20 minutes, half an hour, just to get warmed up. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then we... Went out, showered off, got in the pools to relax and soak, and wait for our friends to arrive. And it was so great to see them again when they arrived. Yeah, they look just like I remember them, but more beautiful. <laughs> so we stayed a bit in the pools with them. We had a good chat about our lives and what had happened since Cap. Yeah, good catch up. And then, well, Sherry loves her feet being touched. She's got a thing for people stroking her feet. And <laughs> one of the guys really liked feet as well. He started essentially massaging Sherry's feet and... It was so, so good. It put, he put me in the mood instantly. <laughs> it was, oh my God, I really wanted him straight away. So that quickly evolved into a bit more and we decided to find a cabin. I mean, it didn't evolve just because of foot massage. No, no, it evolved <laughs> because of everything else that was going on. But I think that's what really did it for you. Oh yeah, definitely. If anyone wants to impress Sherry, give her a good foot massage. <laughs> so yeah, we went to a private cabin 
all the all six of us. Yeah. And we started playing, but it was one of the back cabins. Yeah. So right as we were getting all hot and heavy, we got a big knock on the door, and we, we said, thought, oh, oh, another guy trying to get in. Exactly. They said, oh, we're closing this cabin. You have to come out. We're like whatever, and just ignored it. And then about two or three minutes later, the lights turned off. So we all said, hey, what's going on? What have you done? And then the manager comes back and says, yeah, I knocked on the door. And the manager, it's time to close these cabins at the back. So we thought, oh, okay, fine, yeah. So we had to leave that cabin and try and find another one. I didn't realize they closed the far cabins. I think we've been called out by it before in the past, but I think we just weren't really thinking about that at the time. We just wanted to find somewhere private yeah. to Well, now we know for the play. future. Yeah. So we found another cabin, but it was a quite a small one. It was tiny. It was more suited for four people than six. It was probably the size of a double bed, not yeah. even that. It was enough space for us all to fit, but it was cosy. And as we've said before, it gets so hot in those cabins. Yeah, so we decided to leave the door open to get some air in. Yeah, well, <laughs> and for you, I guess, get a bit of a public yeah. attention. And we got a crowd quite quickly. And when I say a crowd, there was a crowd. <laughs> there was a good number of people standing by the door and watching and just mm. on the inside of the cabin. Men and women. Yeah. There was a couple guys that decided, right, we're going to be the bouncers. <laughs> we had no idea who they were, but they were just making sure that everyone was respectful and keeping the distance and no one was being oh, disrespectful or anything, I which was quite funny. a guy was a bit handsy with uh, the other women. Yeah. We had to tell him a couple times, back off. Yeah. I didn't like that, but they didn't try it with me. They saw the look in your eyes. <laughs> I dare you to try. Yeah, I, w I just don't like when people I haven't talked to start touching me. Yeah, uninvitedly. Yeah. So yeah, we started playing the six of us again. And it was so hot, wasn't it? Yeah. There's one woman who was straight. Well, she, she says she's straight, but I think she's at least bi-curious because she really liked you. Yeah, we kissed quite a bit. It was really hot. And she's beautiful. But I ended up interacting with the men more with the women that time oh which would have been a shame for you yeah well, it, w it was still good but um it turns out that the bi woman was always on the other side so we didn't get to interact too much for me i just went around the side that she was on and <laughs> <laughs> should have done that i still enjoyed it it's just that i was a bit disappointed not to interact more with her yeah i mean i interacted with the women more than i did the guys so <laughs> <laughs> so after we finished our sexy play we all went and showered off and hung out in the bar area for a little while yeah had and we had some wine, some tea yeah and biscuits because don't forget they have free biscuits at rio's your other favorite part of rio's <laughs> i go there for the free biscuits <laughs> digestive but i ran into the manager and had a good chat to him for must have been 20 minutes half an hour at least because i was chatting with the girls at the time he's a really interesting guy and i asked about why the cabins were closed last time we went And apparently there was an accusation of something happening in the cabins the day before. So they closed all the cabins, got police and did forensics and all those sorts of things just to make sure, which um, that's not great. But at the same time, it shows that they actually take any accusations seriously yeah. and actually follow up on them. So that's, that's quite good. Yeah. And I think by then it was already after 12, wasn't it? So Pumpkin hour. Yeah, pumpkin hour. Straight men were coming in and we were thinking of going, but we decided Single to... Men. Yeah, did I say, oh yeah, I said straight men. No, single men. Um, so we all went to the pool for one last plunge before going. Yeah. And there was a bit more play, wasn't there? Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit more. We got a little bit frisky under there. Yeah, especially you and the bi guy. 
I think I remember that he said he really liked your cock and asked to touch it. I can't blame him. I like to touch my cock too. So. <laughs> and I like it too. And you do have a pretty amazing cock. And you got so hard so quickly. That's so funny. Each time a man is about to touch you or touches you, you get like rock hard. It's so sexy. It's something outside of the normal that happens. It's a taboo of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's exciting. So he started playing with me under the water a bit. So I asked him, oh, can I play with you as well? So, and he said yes. So we were both uh, in the pool, sitting down, playing with each other a little bit while we had a little bit of an audience from the people we were with, plus some of the other people that were at Rio's as well. Mm, it was so exciting. And then the other couple, the straight couple, started getting a bit more into it. I think he started going down on the side of the pool. And then one of the people that worked there waved them over and said, actually, when it's not couples time, when it's not couples night, because that's ended at 12, you can't really interact. That openly? That openly, yeah. You have to go to the cabins and close and lock the door. So it's interesting because it looks like the rules are different when it's couples nights versus standard night. Yeah, I wonder if that's to do with licensing or to do with just trying to protect people in safety. I don't know. What, what vibe did you get from him at the time? He didn't seem like he was going to kick them out or anything. I think he was just saying, like, be aware of this. This is the rule. Yeah. The single men around in the pool were getting very excited by uh, the show. Yeah. So maybe it's to protect people, although I wonder if when when it's times where it's only men, are they that strict as well? Well, I think it's always open to women as well. It's never only men. Yes, but do you think there are many single women going in when it's not couples night? I don't know. Who knows? I, ju I just assume that there are some times where no women are there and it's just men. And I wonder what happens then. That's probably duty of care. They've got to make sure that they have the same rules and just protect people. Yeah, probably. So that was our trip to Rio's in January. It was a really good night. Yeah. It was so much fun. And also in January, when we recorded our last podcast with Mew, mm. it was, uh, we were getting a bit frisky during the podcast, and then afterwards things uh, quickly progressed to the bedroom. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it didn't take long. And I think I remember Mew talking about things that she wanted to try. And she wanted to try using a strap-on on Sherry. Mm. So uh, Wait, is that the same night that we used um, the bed hoppers cards and played poker to yes. get naked? Yes. So we finished the podcast and then used the bed hoppers cards to play strip poker and got naked. Of course, that was just a pretense to get naked. No one really cared about the poker. No. And then we progressed to the bedroom. And uh, we've got a purple strapless strap-on. Part yeah. of it goes inside one woman and then you've got your big purple cock attached yeah that goes into the other woman yeah Mew wore that and took care of Sherry yeah it was really sexy to watch <laughs> did you enjoy the show I enjoyed the show and I enjoyed joining in yeah that was the first time we did that with Mew so that was another bucket list item ticked for Mew I think yeah because I had used a strap on on her back in cap it was the first time she used it on me was it the first time a woman used one on me actually yeah I think it was yeah Another bucket list item tick for you. Yeah, wow. Next time, DP. <laughs> I like how you say that so casually. <laughs> Next time, DP. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what are we up to later tonight? Yeah. <laughs> what else did we do in January? We went to a party with Cyan. Yes, there was just a party at a bar not too far from our place. And we met Cyan there and hung out, had some drinks. Yeah. And as the night progressed, started kissing a bit more and... Enjoying the party, as happens once you've had a few drinks. Yes. And it was quite funny because we, would, we knew some people there. 
Well, you did. I didn't know them yeah. apart from her. I knew some people because uh, other Kiwis there, and we met some other random people. And um, by that point, we were just hanging out together, the three of us, Cyan, Sherry, and I, just chatting away, and just normal. Her and I were kissing quite a bit as well. Yeah. And then that's when we met the people when we were just hanging out. But then as the night progressed, we started kissing. Yeah. And it was amazing seeing the surprise on some of the people's faces. Oh, like, my God. When they realized that, because they were chatting and they knew that we were married. And then yeah. when they saw Sherry and Cyan kissing, it was a huge surprise. It blew their minds. There's one guy, especially that we had met on the night. And he was like, he told me, it's going to be awkward with your husband. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? It's not the first time we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of turned around and he's like, oh, it's going to be really awkward. And I was like, what, why? And uh, Sherry said, oh, because uh, he just saw me kissing Cyan. So I said, oh, okay, yeah. Hmm. So I turned around and kissed Cyan as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this now. <laughs> I think his eyes were popping out of his head. He was so surprised. He couldn't believe that a couple was doing this. And also... I think he had judged me to be someone a bit, um, I don't know. Prudish? Yes. As a lot of people who don't know me when they, when they meet me because I, uh, I don't know, because I look young and innocent. They just assume I'm a, I'm a boring, I mean, not that non-being monogamous is boring, but that I'm a, someone who wouldn't do that. And then... Uh, you do look very conservative and proper. That's so annoying. I was, I was wearing a, like a full leather skirt at nine. So I, was, I think I was not dressed conservatively at all. You look good. But yeah, we, we weren't kissing just like to see people's reactions. We were kissing because oh, yeah, yeah. we because, were just hanging out yeah. and having some drinks and decided to start kissing. But to me, that was a bonus. That was a bonus <laughs> in your reaction. And also your, your friend that you knew from before. Yeah. Loved it. And another guy also was so happy about this. Yeah, he was like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you guys. That's so great. I'd love to be able to do that. And you gave them stickers. Yeah. What podcast stickers? Got to promote. Always. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was, that was an interesting experience. Yeah. And that was fun. So other things we're doing. We went to a bottomless brunch with Mew. Yes. Wow, so many single girls. Yeah, that was so much fun. It was lots of singing along and it was a very active bottomless brunch. It wasn't just Sitting. a brunch with lots of booze and you sit and eat. There was a lot going on around you and everything. And there was a bit of a show going on at the same time. Yeah. So when we were standing up and watching the show going on, we were sort of just standing with our arms around each other and cuddling a bit. But there was one woman in particular who just was staring at us. Yes, a, a, an older woman, maybe late 50s. She kept staring at us. It really made me uncomfortable. And we were not even kissing or anything like that. We were just like holding hands and... Being a bit cuddly. And being a bit cuddly. It could yeah. have been just friendship as well. I guess it's not very common to see three friends like that. But oh, I, I just couldn't stand the fact that um she was staring that much mm. but i had butted hair at some point <laughs> what the old woman oh yes you did you did oh my god well i was dancing and she she moved in front of me from uh from an angle that i, I didn't see her coming and then <laughs> well my head went in her head <laughs> zinadad zidane too is that his name zinadad zidane the football player zinadine zidane <laughs> That's close. That's, That's close. what the French do when we're disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't guessed where the theme of our episode has come from, it was inspired by the last few weeks. And we've just done another couple things with some of our lifestyle friends. We've been to vanilla events, but nothing too noteworthy. 
but that's not really lifestyle podcast worthy. That's just hanging out with people who we are pants off friends doing pants on things. And also coming up in the next few weeks, we've got a couple of parties booked with some uh, sexy friends. Yeah, really looking forward to them. They're really queer friendly events and there's an expectation that you dress up. So Sherry is over the moon. Oh yeah, well, I, I love fancy dress and I'm going to be able to wear potentially outfits that are similar to what I would be able to wear in cap. Yeah, that's true. So I'm really excited. Got my uh, nipple covers and fishnets. And we need to design your outfit, actually, because yeah. it's next week. we need to try it out just, just to look at what works. So I've got myself a sparkly, bright sequence top. <laughs> I did shopping in a department store in the women's section for the first time in my life. It worked so well. It really suits you. It was uh, very interesting going there and selecting my outfits and then going trying them on. And it was really busy, so walking out in front of all the people... <laughs> You loved it, didn't you? Parading my women's outfits. But I mean, it's it's good. I think it looks good. It does look good, and it's so sparkly. It's a sequined top, isn't it? Yep. Also, the amazing Mr. and Mrs. H from Bedhoppers are going to be running a social at the end of March. Woohoo! So we're planning on going along. It sounds really exciting, and it sounds like they've got a great venue booked. So if you're interested in it, I think it's almost full. But look at their Twitter for details. I'm not sure if it's too late or not. But we'll also report on that next time. Yeah, so we might meet some listeners there. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I yeah. hope so. Hello, if you're going to be there. Yay. All right, on to our main section, which is about public displays of affection. So when you're on dates in public places or vanilla events, what's your view on public displays of affection or interacting outside of your couple? It would be great to have uh, some listener mail on the subject to see what other people do. I agree, because it sounds like some people have some quite strict rules around what you can and can't do, what they're happy and not happy doing. Yeah. But other people are a lot more fluid with it and just see what comes. Mm. I think for us, because it's still quite new for us to go out in uh, vanilla places with lifestyle friends, we haven't redefined any rules. Yeah. Uh, It's more of a, a figure it out on the night. Which I feel like has been working for us. Yeah, definitely. Great. That's the main topic done. We've answered the question. Thank you for listening. (laughs) So what triggered the subject is, like we said during our catch-up, we've had a couple of things recently where we have had people looking at us when we've been interacting in public. So, for example, at the bar party with Cyan, where one guy was quite judgy, another guy was really amazed and just had a few people chat to us about it. Like, oh, wow, I'm really surprised. How does that work? Because people show actually genuine interest. But I think being somewhere where people are drinking more and being a party, people are more open to coming over and chatting and asking questions compared to the bottomless brunch that we were at with Mew where the woman was just staring from afar. Well, I think it was also a place where people drank, but the people who asked us questions in the in the first bar in, at the party were people we had chatted with before we started kissing. Yeah, that's true. Whereas at the bottomless brunch, we ha- we didn't really speak to anyone. We've also had another, uh, another guess, occasion, oh, another bottomless brunch here yeah. with Mew where we were interacting a bit more, a bit of kissing and cuddling, and no one batted an eyelid, no one thought about it. Yeah. And that was just at a pub. Yeah, and it was even earlier in the afternoon. Yeah, that was like one, two o'clock. Yeah, but no one cared. But it was mostly women around. And also, weren't there two women kissing or... I can't remember, but I thought that there was something going on. Oh, at the end, yeah. Yeah, It looked like they were kissing just to put on a show more than anything. I think. You know, sometimes get drunk and kiss. Maybe. That was my impression from 
that group. And there was also an occasion in a cocktail bar. Yes, we went on a date in a cocktail bar. and With a couple. Yeah, a while ago. And we were all sitting at the table and having great conversation. It was quite clear that Sherry and I were together to begin with. But then we got absorbed chatting to each other. So I was chatting to the other woman and uh, Sherry was chatting to the other man. And then the other woman asked, can I kiss you? So I started kissing the other woman. And then... Then I kissed her. Oh, then you kissed her. Okay. Because I went off to the bathroom and you kissed her. Yeah. And then I came back and you kissed the guy. And yeah. it was quite clear in the beginning that Sherry and I had arrived together and we were together. And then we started kissing the other people and getting really close and also and because in conversation I kissed with her other people. And then she kissed you. And, well, she kissed you and then I kissed her and then I kissed him. It was obvious that something was going on. I'm just confused now. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's kissing everyone. Then we decided, okay, should we stand up to go? And the DJ at this particular bar was really shit. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. The music kept stopping. And then as we were standing up to go, the music stopped at the worst time for the table that was sitting just over from us because the woman said loudly to talk over the music to her partner because she was facing us. They were all leaving to go home and have sex together now. Right as the music stopped, she sort of yelled it out and everyone in the bar heard and quite a few people laughed. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed because I missed it. I think I was facing the other way and I didn't hear it, so... I missed out. I got the story afterwards. And on, when we left you purposefully... Yeah, on the way out, because she was facing us, she was clearly really embarrassed. <laughs> so on the way out, I just walked past and said, oh, have a great night to her and smiled. And then walked out with my arm around both Sherry and the other woman. <laughs> you tease. So we've had a few different situations where there's been public displays of affection and people have reacted in different ways. I mean, sometimes people just don't care. And normally people just mind their own business, but sometimes people just stare or are really intrigued and really look at what you're doing or sometimes even want to chip in their opinion as of, as with the guy with the dreadlocks. Yeah. But sometimes it can be a positive opinion as well. Oh, yes, yes. Like the, like the guy who was gay who was really happy for us and yeah. really wanted to know how it worked and a lot of the details and how do we meet, how did this actually start happening. So I was really happy to have those sorts of conversations. Mm-hmm. So one of the big risks is being recognised as well. Because if you're not out, like we're not out, we're only out to a bunch of our friends. A few close friends. Yeah. So what if you're recognised by people who you're not out to or people from work? I think for me, people that I'm not out to but um, are friends, that would be a bummer, but that's not the end of the world. I mean, well, now I'm out to them then. Yeah. Uh, The problem would be work people. Because some workplaces, it's more impacting than others if you have quite a conservative company if you have a morality clause if you have a high profile job or a profession where it's frowned upon like a school teacher that can potentially cause impact and trouble in your career yeah i think we're both lucky in that i don't well probably more so for me i've got quite a liberal company that i work for yeah not mine (laughs) that i don't feel like it would be a big issue although there's always the case even if your company is liberal that people will have it in their mind and people's opinion of you makes a really big impact to how they interact with you at work and how much you can leverage relationships. If someone is judging you silently, that can really limit what you can get out Mm. of other people or even your progression in your career, even if it's not officially and Mm. legally it can't, but it still does. If you're realistic, that still has an impact. Oh yeah, it's like 
being discriminated against in not an open manner. Yeah. So you can't you can't exactly pinpoint what's happening, or sometimes you can, but it's not enough to make an official complaint. But on the flip side, if they are quite liberal, open people, sometimes that can reveal something about yourself which makes you more human to them, or makes you more relatable, or interesting. Because you've mentioned before that some people in your company thought you were a bit um, too. What, what was the word you used? Maybe closed, or they said like, you should be yourself more. Yeah. Because I always try and keep a bit of a, a barrier and keep a, a, a very distance. professional facade when I'm at work. Yeah. So maybe for those work colleagues, it would make you more approachable. Yeah. More human to them. <laughs> to make me sound like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Not a robot. <laughs> um, so what can you do to try and avoid being recognized? Well, you choose your meeting place carefully, I guess. So maybe not where, if you live in an active community, like you do a lot of activities in your neighborhood, maybe choose somewhere a bit further from your house. Yeah. And if you know a lot of people that live in the local area and you run into them when you go shopping, that sort of thing. Yeah. So maybe somewhere a bit different and also a location that's a bit more private than your neighborhood pub. Yeah, somewhere which is maybe a bit smaller. And if it's got lots of alcoves where you can sit so your table isn't right in the middle of everything and lower lighting, so it's a bit more private. And also that makes it a bit more intimate. And it's more romantic and sexy. Romantic. I guess, like, do you want your swinger dates to be romantic? Yeah. <laughs> when you're going to have a first kiss with someone. Yeah, it depends on your relationship and what you're looking for. A romantic place is, to me, it's sexy. I yeah. guess maybe you want something not romantic, just industrial. Intimate, I think, is what you're looking for. Yeah. But romance, oh, I don't know, I like romance. Oh. Oh, no. You're a sucker for romance. And you managed to use the word alcove. Yep, nooks and crannies. Mm. Also, somewhere where you'll blend in. So, for example, if you're making out in a brightly lit bowling alley, you'll probably draw some attention. People will be thinking, what the hell's going on here? Like, it's not normal. Whereas if you're at a bar in the evening, less so. What do you think about a nightclub? I think a nightclub is an odd place to go for a date. Like, I wouldn't agree to meet at a nightclub for a date. But if you start a date somewhere and then carry on to a nightclub... Mm, then no one will care that you're oh, kissing. No, people like dry hump each other in nightclubs and it's not <laughs> even batting an eyelid. And you know they've only known each other for half an hour, probably even I was going to say minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, they saw each other on the dance floor. So it won't draw any, any attention. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, if you want to get a bit more in intimate, just go to a nightclub and hump each other on the dance floor. <laughs> there you go, problem solved. I like your advice. <laughs> Would you say you feel comfortable? Um, with public displays of affection? Yeah, with other people than me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. More and more, the more I do it, I think. At first, the idea of it felt a bit strange. But I think now that I've done it a few times, it's quite nice. And it's got its own little thrill and exhilaration to it. <laughs> I see what you mean. I agree. To me, though, it would depend on a lot of factors. The location, as we mentioned before. Also, how well we know the people we're yep. seeing or the person and uh, what the connection is with them and what relationship we have. Yeah, I think it's not just how well you know them, how long you know them for. I think, like you said, it's the connection. Yeah. If you really have that chemistry with them and if you want to see mm. them again, whereas if it's someone you're like, okay, I have a night with them. They seem like fun, but don't want to get to know them more than just one or two nights then hmm. that that might change it as well and also for me what helps is when i've had a few drinks i have to say 
I mean, it always helps with everything. A few drinks that loosens everything up. Yeah. What's interesting is that, for example, with Mew, we've had that bottomless brunch where we kissed openly and yeah. no one cared and I felt very comfortable. But then the latest one we went to, because of that woman who felt very stalkish, I just didn't want to do more than holding hands. Because and... Mew, at some point, I pointed out to Mew that she was staring at us. And Mew was like, oh, we can give her something to look at. <laughs> but I actually didn't react that way. For me, it was really shutting me down. Yeah, I mean, fuck them. If they're just going to stare at you, that's their problem. But I know. I, I see what you mean, though. It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I, fe- I, I just felt judged. You felt dirty. No, no, I didn't feel dirty because we didn't do anything anyway. <laughs> um, I just felt judged and it made me very uncomfortable. Although she might not have been judging. She might have been intrigued and just wondering how it all works, but was too nervous to come over and chat and was trying to build up confidence. That's a possibility, but that's not the vibe I was getting at all. No, neither. I was just throwing that out to okay, you were devil's to, advocate. To make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you be comfortable doing in public? For example, touching legs under the table? Yeah, that's that's a common one. Yeah, that's a bit, easy. Of, uh, bit of footsies. Also, no one notices that. Holding hands? Yeah. I guess that's two different questions in there. Holding hands at the venue when you're sitting at the table. And also there's holding hands when you're walking around. Yes. Walking around, we've only done that in cap, actually. With yeah. Me. Yeah, that's true. We haven't done it anywhere else. I feel like that's quite an intimate thing, walking yeah. down the street holding hands. It's it's very much screaming out, the three of us, we're a throuple. Yeah. It's not like if it was just me and her holding hands and you're on the side or you and her hold hands yeah. and I'm on the side. It would be, if it's just three of us, it's really much like, here we are. Uh, kissing. We've done it. Yeah. Arms around each other as well. We've done that too. Yeah. Be comfortable with that. I mean, I guess yeah. it's not what you. What would you do? I guess it's different things. I don't know where where I'm going yeah. with this question. <laughs> and kisses goodbye. Kisses goodbye are always a really interesting thing on the first date. Oh, on the first date. Well, you know what? Each time I've kind of missed the boat. <laughs> I've I forgot it. I always like okay, I'll go in for the two kisses on the cheek, and then it's like, oh, do do you go in? Do you not? Sometimes you're really clear. Sometimes you're not sure. I don't want to just go in straight for like, and I'm going to kiss you goodbye. Really like full-on make out goodbye no like you've got to like be really i feel like i want to be really sure before yeah that's why i've never done it and also yeah there was that couple where you kissed on the lips but i missed it missed it i didn't see you did it so i didn't do it even though i was getting the vibe that it was the man would have been very comfortable with that happening uh, but i just i don't know felt shy Aww. also i was driving so i hadn't had any drinks probably with two drinks in i would have done it <laughs> Two drinks and your top would have came off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, kiss goodbye is is a good one. It's when it's a first kiss with someone, it can be a bit more like, oh, do I do it or do I not? Uh, when it's someone you've been seeing, like with Mew or Cyan, it's more yeah straightforward. It's just a kiss. Yeah. Although I feel like a kiss goodbye doesn't count as the first kiss because it's not a real kiss. No, usually it's just a peck on the lips. Yeah, and that doesn't count as a real kiss. It doesn't count, but it still sets a precedent for. The next time you meet. Exactly. It's more intimate than kisses on the cheek, but it's not a proper first kiss, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. And also, we have to to gauge the other people because you might think, oh, I feel comfortable enough now to, to display affection with that person, but maybe yeah. they are not. And that's like all the way through. That's not just kisses goodbye. I guess that's all the way through, whether you want to touch them on the arm, you get a bit of a reaction to see 
how susceptible are they to that and touch them on the leg gently when you're talking just like in a flirty way or maybe they might be the one uh, initiating as well yeah and you can see how open someone is to that so it's not like you just go in and go great I'm going to put my arm around this person without any flirting or without any other interaction first (laughs) that might be a bit full on we've had sex before so I'm I'm entitled to it (laughs) consent and it's always a good thing if you're not sure just ask someone if you can kiss them just say I really want to kiss you. Is it okay if I kiss you? That can be really hot. Oh, I find it very sexy when someone says that. And then you know it's coming as well and it builds up the expectations. And then you're both mm. very sure that you both want it. Yeah, because it might be that that person is really happy kissing you when you're back at, back at your flat. Yeah. But not so much in public. It gives an opportunity to say, I'd really like to, but not here. <laughs> so let's go home then. But we've still got a half our drinks finished. Gulp. Okay, let's go. <laughs> How about if you have met people several times and you know them well compared to an early date? I think we've already kind of mentioned that, but um, I think for earlier relationships, the connection is key. You might uh, just have met the people, but feel very comfortable with them and then feel comfortable with you. So you just go for it. Yeah, that's true. Although for me, even though I might be open to showing public displays of affection one day I won't be necessarily another day so just because I've done it before doesn't mean that I will again yeah today and also just because I don't today doesn't mean I won't next time yeah yeah but it as as we said before it depends on so many factors yeah the place and time and how you feel and how the other person's is feeling too I think that's that's a really important thing to throw out it depends on the other people as well so how about, is it any different if you're if you're out or if you're poly? Because we're not out to everyone, we're not out to the world. But if you are out to the world as a swinger, or if you're in a poly relationship, do you think that changes it? I think being a poly relationship does, because well, it's a relationship. So that person is part of your life as one of your partners. So, well, I, I don't know many poly people, not enough to speak for them in any case but I I would assume if we had a poly relationship that we would want the third partner to feel as included in the relationship as we are Mm. and I would feel it's unfair for for example us two to hold hands and the third person not to be able to do the same so I mean we'll we'll need poly people to contact us here (laughs) but I would assume that as a poly, you you would want to display more or either display, not display anything or display for all the partners together. Yeah, it's a conscious decision you've all made together. So it seems like it's something which you'd be more open to. Yeah, it reminds me of the show You, Me, Her, when they're out in a coffee place having breakfast and they hold hands and people are staring. Mm. Uh, how about if you're out? I feel like just because you are out as a couple doesn't necessarily mean that the people that you're on a date with are going to be out or person that you're on a date with is going to be out. Mm. Especially in vanilla places. Yeah. So you shouldn't make an assumption that they are comfortable to have public displays of affection just because you are. I think it might also be different for single women and couples. Why is that? Well, I guess it's just my experience that single women we go out with are happy to... (laughs) <laughs> to be seen with us <laughs> before couple because they have uh, how do I say that they have nothing to lose in a way because they're single and they don't have that weight of an expectation to be in a monogamous relationship like a couple would have if a couple is seen in public with another couple interacting a four-way 
thing, maybe it's more challenging than just a single person kissing two people. Although, isn't it worse for a woman by herself to be seen as kissing a couple because she'll be judged as being a slut, whereas as a couple, you've got each other and you're in it together to lean on each other and take that criticism? Maybe. But also the couple can be a slut. (laughs) Yeah, we can. (laughs) No, I don't know. Maybe... I'm just being devil's advocate. No, 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 but I I am figuring out as I speak and maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like I'm imagining myself back when I was single and I was just kissing everyone at parties, didn't care. Well, not that. Not that it's too different now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Vanilla parties, I used to easily kiss many people. And I think now as a couple at a vanilla party, I would feel more judged by kissing other people. That's what I mean. Yep, I agree. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Oh, with it's that. so hard to express yourself sometimes. But also, what if you're out with some of your friends who also know that you're they know you're a swinger? What so you're do you out think? To your friends, but and you're out, as in going out. Yeah, you're out <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> you're double out. <laughs> I think there's a difference between your friends knowing what you do, and then actually seeing it happen. I totally agree. So for us, we have actually kissed in front of some of our vanilla friends that we've been out to before. That's interesting because I don't remember them being there. It's actually happened twice. Really? Once on your birthday. Yeah. And they were definitely there. I don't remember them being there. I think you were quite drunk. Well, it was my birthday. And the second time was when we were out with Ramona. But that doesn't count. We were in Rio's. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it really depends on the type of relationship that you have with the people that you're going to interact with yeah. an, another person or another couple with. I wouldn't co- I wouldn't count Ramona as our uh, vanilla friends. For me, she's a lifestyle friend. Even though we don't play with her, she's super aware of our lifestyle and she's not herself in, in a vanilla setting. Yeah. So... I think not every relationship that you have is the same and you've got different levels of openness with different friends. I mean, she's been a guest on the podcast. Yeah. If there's friends who you're very open with and you're happy to talk about sexuality with, like for me, I'd be more happy to kiss someone else in front of those friends. But then there is some friends that I think might be shocked and for, well, for their sake, I wouldn't necessarily interact with another couple or another person in front of them. Mm. But at the same time, I mean we got to do what we want, right? Yeah, but also we don't generally mix uh, friendship groups that, that way. We do a bit more and a bit more. Yes, but not. I think not to the point that they would see a lot so far. Yeah. Anything else to add on that subject? I think I just want to conclude that there's not one answer. For us, at least. You can say that every interaction is different and has been different and... Every time is different. So we can't say in advance, oh, we're going out with that person. We're going to be out and kissing in front of everyone or we won't. It, it's just, it depends on the on the moment. Just because we did it one time, it doesn't mean that we're going to do it the next time. Yeah. So the answer, the conclusion is there's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a cop out. <laughs> Thank hope, you for listening. <laughs> I hope you don't feel like you've been wasting your time. <laughs> so thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, we do love hearing from you. And you can find us on Twitter. We are at Kiwi and Sherry, all one word. You can email us at kiwiandsherry at gmail.com. And you can find our website at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com. And also we're on Fab Swingers and Spicy Match 
as Sharing is Caring podcast. Spaces between words on fab and dashes on spicy match. Good luck with that. <laughs> if you're in mainland Europe or are planning on visiting at any point, you should also check out Spicy Match. There's much more people in mainland Europe than we've found in the UK or other countries. So it's really good if you're going on holiday. And you can set up the dates that you're going to be going to a certain location. Um, so you can set up some dates before you arrive. Uh, you see what I did there? Yeah. Oh, oh well, I didn't understand the first time around. Good that you pointed it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a photo contest and you can win things like a holiday or lifetime membership and that sort of thing. We need to participate in a contest more. Yeah, we've been slack with those. So you can get three months free premium membership if you sign up using the referral code sharing is caring. So you can check it out and try it. And then if you like it, you can stay. If you don't, then you've lost nothing. Yeah. And it's sharing is caring, all one word. Yes, all one word. And also, thank you for the amazing feedback. We've had uh, one uh, review lately, didn't we? A new one. That made me so happy. Uh, we really appreciate them and we love reading them. So if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a rating and even a review. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sharing is Caring. Join us next time to find out how the parties went or just to listen to Sherry's sexy voice. <laughs> and remember, sharing is caring. Okay, should I do the next bit? Oui. Oui, Sherry. Chewy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I do it? Do I don't? don't, don't. That was a mouthful for you. <laughs> now say it in French. Next time in French. <laughs> it's gotten dark outside while we've been recording. Oh no, it's nighttime now. Rubbing your leg on them, or rubbing your leg on them. Your leg on them. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you want to start to hum them in public, not <laughs> in a nightclub. He was, I think his eyes were coming out of his uh, skull. Like, he was so surprised. Is that an expression in English even? His eyes popping out of his head? Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs>